Welcome back to the Cricket Today podcast on Wednesday, January 24th. Excited for another huge week of cricket. I'm your host, Liam McCallion, also known as the Stats Guy, also known as the pretty sore guy from a net session yesterday. We're going to check out uh, some of our funny socials that are going to go up on Cricket Today AU and Football Today AU for some uh, football lovers as well. Uh, I'm here with Marcus Barzani. He was trying to bowl some thunderbolts yesterday. I don't know how he went. How are you going, Marcus? Yeah, try is a good word. Uh, <laughs> but you, you caught one in the arm, though, so I've I was got happy to get you on the receiving end. I got a bit of a bruise. I don't know if you can see it on the camera. I forgot yeah, about that. Whip, out, whip out the steps, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing there. I've got spaghetti noodle arms, that's for sure. Uh, they're very organic, these arms, as Carl Brown would say. I'm also here with Liam Malal. He was actually bowling some pretty consistent lines for a batsman. How are you going, Liam? Good, thanks, that's good. Yeah, I haven't bowled in about four, five years, I reckon. <laughs> so a few balls yesterday I thought would have done me in, but no, I'm feeling all right. No, very good, very good. We might have to start our Cricket Today team. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Gerald, Gerald might get on board, the producer. Oh, actually, throwing him under the bus there. I don't think he'll be in for the Cricket Team. Uh, yeah, best time of year. The BBL final is set and it's tonight. We're very, very excited. So uh, we're going to do a live stream. I'll reference that later in the show as well. But we're going to do a live stream with a few of us uh, going through the game. Bit of banter, bit of thoughts, bit of stats, bit of everything for the, the game tonight. So that's the Heat versus the Sixers at the SCG. So we're going to cover a huge preview of that for today's show, including the players to look out for. Then we're also going to cover the ICC Team of the Years have been announced for uh, all the formats, a bit of women's cricket as well as the men's. Uh, so we're pretty excited. There's lots going on in the cricket world at the moment with the test, the big bash final tonight and the Team of the Years and things like that and a few other things in the news of uh, cricket. So let's get right into it, lads. Uh, I'll just quickly touch on this before we get into the Team of the Years. Sutherland, Will Sutherland, your man, uh, the Chief Leo, you've talked him up all season. He's been added into the ODI squad, I think, for Nathan Ellis, who... Uh, he's been injured probably for the last six months or even a year with that side strain. So happy that Sutherland gets uh, gets the call up. Uh, are you pretty happy about that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, he kind of, I guess, faded away a little bit in terms of uh, his big bash season. It's not really a like for like uh, with Alice either. Like Alice is a you know bowler, primarily a bowler, death bowler. To Sutherland is your all rounder, late hitter. And probably more of a middle or middle over bowler type, so not yep. like for like, but uh, I'm off all for him being selected because he is, you know, a young talent coming through. And yeah, look, he, his uh, I guess shield numbers and his one day numbers were quite impressive too. So he, I'm happy that he's rewarded for a good body of work. Yeah, I think I think it's really good that. They're sort of, yeah, rewarding some big bash guys, some rewarding some state cricket. Uh, so he's obviously been captain Victoria in a few different formats as well. So I think it's absolutely awesome. Are you happy with some of the ins, Marcus? We got we obviously talked about Fraser, McGurk and Bartlett as well. It's good to see some of these guys that we've been talking up in the big bash finally getting a go for Australia. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, it's good to see finally some Australian cricketers getting rewarded for club form, although yep. it's not Sheffield Shield, but... Um, yeah, at least they're getting some form in. I think Sutherland's a good pick because he has those leadership qualities as well. So he'll slot straight into that sort of experience and well-spoken, well well brought up team um, that, yeah. are, that are world champions. Yeah, no, I love that. We, we'll get around the Chief. I think, yeah, the Chief, Fraser, McGurk and Bartlett have been, yeah, three, not, not the favourites, but definitely some of our yeah, favourite players. So we'll definitely be cheering them on for the Aussies. Hopefully they get a game or two uh, under their belt for the Aussies. Uh, all right, let's move quickly to the team of the years that were announced uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, so let's have a look at the ICC men's test team of the year to start with, Leo, if you wanted to read them out. Yeah, for sure. So Kawaja and Karuna Ratne opened the batting. They had great seasons. Williamson at three, Root four, Trav Ball at five, uh, yes. Jadeja at six, Carey at seven, 
Cummins, Ashwin, Stark, and Broad as the bowlers. Just going to ask you, gents, Alex Carey, uh, how's he uh, found his way in there? He's a bit of an imposter. Marcus loves talking well, to him. I'll leave this well, one. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely something under the table there. Like, as a pure wicketkeeper, he's brilliant. He's yep. brilliant behind the stumps. He's probably the, he probably is the best in the world as at being a wicketkeeper. But just with being a batsman, he's not good enough. Yeah. He's not good enough to almost be in the Australia team, let alone be in the ICC men's test team of the year. Um, so I don't know. We we talked about we had a look at maybe Devin Conway being the wicket keeper to bring in. Um, he's more bat focused, brilliant with the bat. Um, but geez, I'm very surprised Alex Carey made his way into this team. Yeah, I feel like Alex Carey would have woken up with a bit of a shock uh, seeing that. He probably wouldn't be happy with his fly. I checked. He's only averaged 24 during the year. In the past, uh, a lot of teams sort of even before the 90s or so would pick a wicketkeeper just based on their wicketkeeping skills and they could bat even lower than six or seven or eight uh, just because they're really good wicketkeeper. Obviously, he's a very, very good wicketkeeper, but he's lost the form at the bat. So, yeah, I don't know if they don't like Johnny Bairstow, but we don't like him either. He's a bit of a sook, so maybe that's part of the reason they didn't put him in there. Devin Conway uh, had a lot less dismissals and catches and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, that was a bit of a weird one. I think everyone else in there is, is pretty accurate. I don't know about what you guys think, but yeah, what, what do you reckon, Leo? Is everyone else pretty accurate in that testing? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think rewarding form yep. of the best players of the world. Uh, you know, Kawaja being probably the best batsman in 2023. Yep. So, so stoked that he's in there after sort of coming back into the side a few years ago. So, yeah, very happy with pretty much everyone else. Yeah. Well, I'm just, yeah. Where are you going, yeah, well, well, we look at uh, Steve Smith, even though we he had an underwhelming 2023 he still finished second for total runs in, in the world so is that surprising that he's not in there i'm not sure he probably did play more test matches though than a lot of, uh, a lot of other countries a lot of other people so um well actually i don't mind this selection leaving steve smith out to be honest yeah i'll agree with that one i think i'm not sure i need to have a look at some of the stats on that but i'm pretty sure we play a lot more a lot more test matches than a lot of the nations. I know that this uh, test team of the year has all the big nations that would play pretty much around the same test, but we do play a lot of tests and uh, maybe a bit stiff, but his high standards he wasn't at uh, over the last year or so, Steve Smith. So I don't don't mind. Him and Marnus probably a little bit stiff because they're still up there in the rankings, but yeah, the team is really good and you can't argue with it too much. Uh, all right, let's go into the uh, men's ODI team of the year. Leo, if you wanted to read that one out as well. Yeah, Rohit Sharma captaining and opening the batting alongside his partner Shubman Gill. Trav Ball at three, Coley four, followed by Daryl Mitchell and Einrich Klaassen. And then the bowlers, we've got a pretty good attack this. Marco Jansen, Adam Zampa, who's got a bit of a, a rise up the batting order there. Uh, yeah. Mohamed Sajaj, Kuldeep Yadav and Mohamed Shami. So interesting that a lot of Indians are in that team and they mm. did not walk away with a World Cup win. Yeah, what's going on there? That's a classic uh, Indian bias in uh, the ICC, isn't it? Yeah, that's a joke. That's <laughs> a joke. How, how does how do we win the ODI World Cup on Indian soil? Might I add? Yeah, against India in the final, and only have two people from Australia representing the team of the year. How many it's, Indians are there? So there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow! And you got three three of the main bowlers. You couldn't fit Stark, Cummins, or Hazelwood. Maybe maybe one of them. Like especially, I think like Stark and Hazelwood are really good in the the ODIs. You're right, uh, Leo. If this team was actually playing, they'd obviously be good. 
But if they somehow lost some middle order wickets, <laughs> Zampa coming in at what is he coming in at nine? Is that, no, eight, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty light with the bat, isn't it? Jeez. <laughs> you got yeah, Jansen coming in at seven. That yeah, that be. I would love to see some of these teams just go against. I don't know the rest would, of the would, Australian team. <laughs> yeah, would would this team, this ODI team, beat Australia? Oh, I'd like yes. to say yes. Yeah. Yes. You got you Travis Head in there, who's who obviously was our best batter uh, for a lot of the ODI matches. You got Zampa, who was our best bowler. Do you take them out? I think they <laughs> can we have a clone of Head and Zampa? We take, we take, we take three, three quick wickets, and <laughs> we're almost into Adam Zampa territory. <laughs> and you I, know do what agree, that's yeah. a lot. I do agree that they're not batting deep. The team is obviously really good, but I don't know about the three tail enders being the three Indian bowlers. I think you could have snuck it. Even some, I don't know, any other country, there's a few fast bowlers that are pretty stiff probably. So that is a bit of uh, Indian bias in the ICC team right there. We've seen before. Uh, all right, that's the ICC men's and ICC, uh, sorry, the ten, test team and the ODI team. Let's get into the women's ODI team. We're just going to talk about the Aussies because we absolutely dominated, dominated the women's ODI team of the year, Leo. Yeah, so a lot of uh, talent here. Phoebe Litchfield, Elise Perry, Beth Mooney, who's got the gloves. Uh, no, Alyssa Healy, Ash Gardner, and Annabelle Sutherland. Pretty good five, if you ask me, gents. Yeah. Is the Beth Mooney, I swear, uh, she didn't keep as, as much, or I, might, I, could be, I could be wrong. Yes. I was pretty sure Alyssa Healy would have done most of the gloves. Yeah, I think you would be right, uh, Stasco. Yeah. They've just tried to sneak her in there and gone, oh, yeah, she can have the gloves. Is that, is that what they've done there? <laughs> I don't think I've seen her keep in a while. Yeah, I think it's more one of those ones where she's batted better than Alyssa yeah. Healy, and they like she can keep. So <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a keep. Yeah, fair enough. I think yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on it, Marcus? Well, excellent to see some a lot of women representation in there because Australia has been the most dominant country in the world in terms of cricket for yep. pretty much a decade. Um, yep. So yeah, long may it continue. Yeah, we've been absolutely awesome. Probably one of the best sporting teams, the women's uh, cricket team, the Aussie cricket team in the in the world for a long time now. Oh, yeah. I, I think uh, this argument would be would be better. I feel like if we go through the actual team of the year of the women's ODI team of the year, I feel like the Aussies could actually beat the women's ODI team of the year. That's how that's how good they are because you know, how many have we got? We got five players in the ODI team. You've got some got some players that are stiff to miss out, like Alicia Healy, like we just mentioned, and a few other uh, rising stars. You could. I could argue that they could beat any team, including the team of the year, the Aussies. So that, that would be pretty cool. Uh, all right. This is, we've got through the team of the year. We've got through some news. Uh, let's get to the, the big show. The BBL final is tonight between the Heat and the Sixers, lads. Get up and about. We're going to do a live stream. I'm, I'm very excited to cheer on the Heat. Being a biased Heat fan, might have a few uh, shekels on them to win tonight. Uh, who is the key player we'll start with? So your key player, I feel like Leo has been loving this guy over the last couple of months and, Probably been a bit underrated, but he's finally getting his spotlight. Who, who have you got, Leo? Yeah, I'm loving him. Ben Dorsius, uh, hitting form at the right time. Pfeiffer in the last game. So hard to get away. I, I can't really remember a time he didn't bowl well this this yep. uh, tournament. He's been superb, and I think he will be the one. If the Heat do get off to a good start with Josh Brown, he can come in in the, in the middle overs and slow that down, and I think that's going to be such an important uh, role, especially if the Heat are batting first. If the Heat are one for 70 off seven, he comes on, he can really pull it back for him. So I think he's the one that can can change the game with the ball for the sixes. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a great call. What did he get? Five for last game. He's he's an absolute weapon. He's got the nice mustache. He's he's got it all going for him at the moment, and he could be yeah, he could be the difference. Is he? Is, uh, are we going with these players as man of the match, or are they just players that could change the game a bit? Do you reckon he could be man of the match there? Yeah, easily. I think if he well, if he performs like he has been the past couple of matches, yeah. it, it wouldn't surprise me. Look, they probably will tend to go with the the best batsman or the the batter that puts up a big score in a big final. But uh, I think bowlers should not be overlooked, uh, especially someone of, of Dorcius's form. Yeah, no, agreed. Definitely agree there. Uh, who are you going with, Marcus? Who's the key player for tonight? Well, I don't think you can get man of the match, but I'm, yep. I'm just looking at... Well, he's one of our favourites on the podcast, isn't he? Um, Paul, tall Paul. Uh, yes. Paul Walter. Um, he just needs to do a bit more with the bat. Um, yep. he's, he's average 13 this big bash season with the bat. Obviously, we saw him at Marvel Stadium against yeah. the Renegades and, and he sort of won the game with the bat. Um, but he's had two ducks in a row now, in, including a golden against the Sixers two games oh, back. So he really needs to step up, particularly with the Heat's batting lineup not being very strong, yeah. uh, if, you, if you compare that to teams who are in the BBL final. So Paul Walter needs to do more, take a couple of wickets, make 30-odd, you know, just... Just do his part. So I reckon he's he's got a big have to have a big influence um tonight and how good. We're excited, aren't we? Yeah, we're very Yes. Let's okay. go. I'm, Who's your pick? Uh, I'm gonna go Spencer Johnson. Actually before I say that, tall Paul, I, I remember we saw him early in the season, obviously at Marvel Stadium when we went to watch. I'm going, Oh, he's he's really handy with the bat. I thought he was more of a, a heavy bowling arounder. And then he hasn't done anything since then. So if he steps up in the final, he can yeah sort of solidify that middle middle order of the heat that's been pretty average the last couple of weeks. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm going to go Spencer Johnson. I feel like when the Heat win, he plays really well. You've obviously got Bartlett that's got a lot of wickets, but he's sort of been catching up uh, Spencer Johnson the last couple of games. He's got 15 wickets in 10 matches, uh, so he's just creeping up towards Bartlett. I think's on about 18 or so. Uh, 16 averaging 16 with the ball, seven economy. He's just the perfect uh, bowler at the moment. Doesn't even try and bowl fast and he still bowls 140 plus. I feel like he sort of just jogs in just because he's so tall. He brings it down really fast. I wouldn't be surprised if this time next year or maybe during the year, he'll be caught up to the white ball for the Aussies because he's absolutely awesome as well. Last couple of seasons, uh, he's a little bit older than some of the other guys coming through, but he's absolutely awesome. Got three for eight this time last year as well against the Sixers. I feel like if he can produce that sort of match, he had a two for 14 the other one. He had three for 20 last match in the Challenger final. If he can get another three for, I feel like that'll go a long way uh, to them winning. I am banking on a really good heat bowling performance to keep this close. Because uh, I don't see Josh Brown hitting 140 off 57 balls again because that's the only reason they won last game. So if they, if they can bowl really well through Spencer Johnson uh, mainly because his economy is just amazing, I think uh, they can win this and he'll be the key player of the night. All right. Uh, you got a bit of a question for us in the run sheet there, Marcus, uh, just, just to go through? I do because I know you two are on opposing sides of this, uh, <laughs> particularly with the prediction when we get to it. But... Do you think the Heat can pull off an upset despite missing a load of players, particularly with the bat? Do they have the quality to you know, get over the line against uh, a Sixers team who are well-versed in BBL finals? You go, Leo. No, they're cooked. They're cooked. <laughs> no chance. No, look, they definitely can pull off an upset. Uh, been, I haven't really tipped the Heat at all in any game this uh, tournament. But the, look, in a T20 Pretty much everyone's a chance, to be honest, if you just get there. There's a lot riding on what they do with the bat. 
and how they can make a score again, as you said, Stats Guy. It's just hard to go past the Sixers who have been there and done it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing I don't mind is there's a few guys that got a bit of experience from last year, obviously made the final, but I feel like you have to come up against the Scorchers who know what they're doing. But now they got a little bit of confidence from that, making it last year. But you're right. I feel like it's going to come down with the back. If they can make, I'm going to say, well, the other one we said 140, 130 they could make, but, uh, and then they ended up making, what was it, 214? So if they can make 214, I think they can win. But mm. uh, without Josh Brown going absolutely bananas, I think a more pass score would be 160, 170, just because even if it's not that massive score, I think they can bowl a team out or get seven or eight wickets at least just with this amazing bowling attack. So I think it's going to really come down to their bowlers all getting a couple of wickets each. Uh, so it's going to be, for me, it's really, really tight. That's why I don't mind uh, leaning towards the heat. But yeah, I think it's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, if they don't make it 160, 170, which would be interesting. What do you, what do you reckon on your own question, Marcus? Um, well, yeah, I definitely think they can. And if they, they are going to be a team, it'll be the Sydney Sixers. Because I think if they played the Perth Scorchers, I don't think yeah. they would have a, have a chance. I agree. Um, although although they, they did put a good showing last season. But the Sixers, again, like they've had a good end to the season. Um, they, yeah, they had a good first finals game. But again, the Heat were on demand in that. So they sort of got a free sort of home home final there. But to be honest, I don't think the Sixers have been overly great. They just have a lot of players doing their job, which is... Yep exactly what you need but whereas the Heat are sort of relying on a little bit of individual brilliance aren't they to get over the line uh, particularly in this final series no you're not wrong well, as we talked about pretty much had a whole show yesterday about Josh Brown uh, yeah if he could do that again then they can lock in a win easy I reckon but I don't think that's gonna can he beat Craig Simmons record of uh, 100 off was it 39 but no I don't think that's gonna happen two games in a row uh, if he, go, if he, if he yeah. goes off tonight there'll be scenes on the live, live stream oh, so make sure you check it out <laughs> yeah there will be if he goes off to, actually, yeah I'll be Josh Brown's number one fan that's for sure I'll be cheering him on I reckon he might only make 25 or something back to his usual uh, starts but Hopefully, he makes a big score. At least a 50 would be nice. All right. We've pretty much talked through this already, but your predictions, uh, Leo, who are you going with? I think I know what you're leaning towards. Yeah, it's just hard to go past the sixes, really. I I know they haven't been, like, overly great this tournament. It's weird. They've just sort of done their bit, done enough kind of thing. But they're more experienced on this stage. They've got the players to... Just get it done again, really. Um, more well-rounded, I'd say, than the Heat. I think the Heat's bowling is better than the Sixers' bowling, but the Sixers' bowling is still quite strong. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think just with the bat, uh, they've probably got a little bit more match winners, the Sixers. But hopefully it's a good contest. Uh, if we get a similar contest to last season, I think we're in for a, a great a great game. Yeah, great game equals a great live stream, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, who are you going with? Oh. As much as I hate to say it, I'm going to go to the Sydney Sixers. Fair enough. Um, shout out to Kyle from, from work. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go to the Sixers here, but I am heavily on the heat bandwagon. So uh, I'll be on them tonight. I'm wearing the blue uh, today if you're watching this on YouTube. Nice. Uh, so, you know, get it going. Come on the heat. Come on the heat. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, you guys are cowards. You're not even tipping the heat. I'm going to go the heat. Uh, I, I know it might not be the smartest tip, most times I've tipped them this year, they've got over the line. I had a look at some of the stats. They've won three of the last four meetings. Obviously, that loss was only last week against the Sixers, but I feel like they can bounce back. Uh, I, I think it's just going to come down to their bowlers. I think if 
Uh, I'm trying, let me try and think this through. I'd hope they bat first and then they've sort of got a total that they can, they know they have to bowl them out for and then they just attack the stumps as they've been doing all season and I think they can bowl the sixes out. Uh, it'll be really, I think it's going to be really close. Uh, I was going to say super. I reckon it's going to come down to the last two overs, similar to similar to last season. And I, I think, I'm trying to think of who it would be. Maybe McSweeney or someone that hasn't really shone as much as uh, we would have hoped. I feel like it would be a sort of random player that's going to go absolutely off tonight for the Heat. So I feel like someone's going to step up uh, and then the Heat get over the line. Not Josh Brown. I feel like that'll be tough to go to in a row, but I would still would love to see some Josh Brown. What, what about Michael Nisa with the bat again? Oh, deliver. look, he is experienced. He's got, he's, he's got, he's got player of the match potential. Michael yeah. Nisa. He could get uh, a quick 40 or 50. I don't know why I'm saying 50. I'll say 40. And then maybe a twofer. That'd be, that'd be pretty good, actually. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Don't mind Nisa for the player of the match. Well, actually, do we want to finish up with that for the show? Who, who do you reckon is going to be player of the match, lads? Oh, that, that's a bit cool. Jeez, uh, oh, that's, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to go with the Heat player because <laughs> I, want, I, I want the Heat to win, even though I tip the sixes. And uh, for that reason alone, I'll go with Spencer Johnson. Oh, nice! I will back in Dorsus. Why not? Dorsus? I yeah. don't like. I don't like that we're all going bowlers. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. I, oh, okay. I, I do think Spencer Johnson could be the game changer, but the guy that's going to step up, he's going to have a good game. He had one or two fifties this season. McSweeney. I feel like he's going to go off uh, tonight he, on that pitch at the SCG. He might not go at uh, 250 strike rate that Josh Brown goes at. But he might go maybe 150 strike rate and uh, just sort of paddles it around and uses his shots. So I'm going to go McSwain. He's going to step up in the final. Why not? I think I think like this is a game where Moises Enriquez as well could like deliver for the Sixers. So if, if I had to pick a Sixers player, it'd probably be him. Yep. Nah. Fair enough. He, he's been awesome in the finals as well. Mr. Spotify himself. Mr. Spotify himself. He's trying to trying to shake off that uh, nickname, I reckon. But that would never never ever leave. All right, that's it for the Cricket Today Show. We're absolutely pumped for the Big Bash final tonight. We'll be back with this tomorrow. Uh, I'm doing a bit of an interview, actually, for the test preview between Australia and the West Indies with one of the best, uh, Code Sports journalist Daniel Cherney. So check that out. That'll be a bit of fun with someone that's a bit more professional than us, which isn't hard. Uh, so get right around the show. Subscribe on your podcast apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Like and review it, would you? Chuck a follow to Cricket Today and Cricket Today AU all over the socials. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and X. Uh, we'll be doing a live stream tonight, actually, as I mentioned before, for the Big Bash final. We'll be up and about, definitely backing for the heat. Sick of the sixes uh, who have yeah, been in the final too many times. So we'll be yeah, definitely up and about for that with lots of stats. Banter, we've got Tom from uh, The Office joining us as well with uh, Marcus and myself. So that'll be good fun. Uh, send in any questions via the socials, anything you want us to chat to us about. Uh, yeah, get, get around us on that and ch- check out that live stream. Uh, that's it, I think. Thank you, Marcus. Cheers, Tesco. Thank you, Leo. Thanks, Tesco. Thank you, Joe, for producing. Thanks to me. And that's another episode of Cricket Today Done. We're out. <laughs>